Hey everyone, Carl here with Literate Lessons, and I am joined by Ro and Poppy this week. Uh, Carter couldn't make it, make it this week because time conflicts and things like that. Uh, he, he he works a real early job, so he needed to be in bed. So this is like a going to be a, a late night tier list video, I guess, is the best way to describe this. Yeah, late late is definitely we aren't. I mean, ju just for timing's sake, we're doing this. It is almost 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern, also known as real time. Um, I don't know and, about that one, uh, Captain. <laughs> no, no, Captain's on. Uh, Captain Unovic is on uh, <laughs> Game Corner. Wrong, wrong guy. Wrong guy. Wrong um, guest. But yeah, we haven't had. I've, have we had Poppy on the podcast before? I think one time, um, maybe. Yeah, it was on the. One of your uh, best of three, the Goodbye Yeah, Gower. we, the, we had Poppy Gower. on Goodbye Galler Gauntlet. Um, I know we've showcased a lot of Poppy's stuff on laddering and things like that. We talk about them a lot. You do a lot of fun stuff for the community. Go ahead and introduce yourself for those that may not know who you are. Poppy Cantan. Uh, <laughs> and, and with Literoot lessons, I've been in their server for the last two years. It's kind of my introduction into things that in Poke Sports podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, just been playing like mad the last two years. I was in a car accident, so all I did was play Pokemon. Um, so a lot of the things I do for the community is kind of me just paying it forward. Since yeah. in my lowest, I had a lot of people in the community just kind of reach out to me and just be good genuine people so it's just me like hey i'll sponsor a couple tours here and there and maybe that's me showing love back as much as i would mm -hmm. show love when yeah. i kind of needed it exactly. so uh yeah uh other than that i mean i played pokemon casually my whole life and last two years i've been playing more competitively going to regionals um that's about it really I mean, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Were you judge staff for one of the events this past yes, year? Yes, I I am a caucus professor basic, and I judged uh, the caucus, New Jersey, and I was I had the pleasure of being on a stream most of the day, so I got to watch a lot of really cool matches. Uh, Joe UX9, Paul Chua, uh, Wolf Click. It, and it was incredible. It was I thought that's probably an amazing experience. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, I, I yeah. was able to take some pictures of uh, of Poppy streaming, <laughs> uh, streaming uh, yeah. on stream, because um, I was there as, uh, competing and as our photographer. So if you follow us on yeah. Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Make my life easier. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you, you definitely saw him. Uh, I also got to watch Joe UX nine live in person that event. And, um, I'm happy you had fun Poppy because I did not. <laughs> oh man. You, you did well. I remember you doing pretty I, well. So I did very well. It was after, it was after playing against Poppy and actually, uh, Will, uh, William, the shoe eye. I hope I said that right. Uh, who was on uh, the double darms uh, with me? Um, he also th those were my two losses. Um, so I, I got to know how when it came for that draft, I knew how well Will was as a player. Um, again, firsthand uh, to owing me. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, mm-hmm. like, just to say, like, with, with Poppy, he is, like, the Robin Hood of the Pokemon community. <laughs> not not the stealing part, but, like, the giving back. <laughs> um, there isn't a week I see a tournament that isn't, like, sponsored by him or partnered by him in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. I know right now he's doing some work uh, sponsoring a couple tournaments. I believe it's with uh, Nino. Uh, Nino Pokemon Yeah, Nino Pokemon And it's, like, to, to help people prep for Orlando series... Well, is it Orlando prep or is it uh, Liverpool prep? It's uh, it's Orlando prep because uh, they announced pretty close to when it's happening. Uh, series two, so uh, yeah. I reached out to Nino. I said, "Hey, are you willing to do these tournaments leading up to uh, Orlando?" Uh, and I'll throw in some cash prize. He said, "Yeah, let's do it." So no questions asked. He just went for it, and uh, yeah, you know, now we're just doing it. Yep. No, it's seriously. It's I mean, and I'm not saying this because you're my friend. I'm just saying it straight up. One of the nicest guys mm-hmm. in the entire community, and Thanks, um, I I feel like I'm blessed to be able to talk about Pokemon with you, call you my friend, and um, speaking of series two, dive into uh. Some paradox Pokemon. We, we, yeah. we got some new Pokemon to play with. We we kind of brushed over it uh, last week on the podcast, but we got series two rules and allowing paradox Pokemon. A lot of people are kind of happy, maybe not so happy. Um, I know a lot of people were upset that series one is ending so soon, but overall, I think I think series two will be a good experience for most people. Um, I this is what we kind of expected the format to actually be when we started getting back into VGC, right? Everyone was like, hey, let's play with the Ruinous Pokemon, let's play with the Paradox Pokemon, because they are probably going to be legal pretty soon. Um, and if I remember right, Series 2 runs through April, or does it run through March? Runs through March, April's... so event... Yeah. yeah, it is through March. So event-wise, um, if you're going to these re- these events, you'll be playing Series 2, um, Orlando Regionals, uh, Knoxville Regionals, mm-hmm. and... I mean, I and Charlotte Regionals. Those yeah. are the three events, at least off the top of my head. Those are going to be. Those are the, the big U.S. ones that are around, yeah. And I also believe that Vancouver, Vancouver, I think is also going to be in March as well, because um, I know they just yes. had their signups. Um, so if you're going to any of these events, if you're going to any of these events, this is going to be a great episode just to reintroduce <laughs> you guys to uh, some of the Paradox Pokemon. Um, which I mean, some of them are just really, really, really cool. There's, there's some really good ones and then there's some kind of eh ones, but we'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty here. So looking at this fun little tier list I have sitting here in front of me, you can see that we have all the paradox Pokemon, uh, ranging from both Scarlet and Violet. Don't worry about Coridon, Rhydon. Uh, we're not going to rate them today. They are not on our priority list because they are not legal. Um, Do you guys want to start with Violet Paradoxes, Scarlet Paradoxes, or you just want to go with the start at the top of the list? I don't care what order you want to go in. Let's go with the top of the list. Yeah, let's go with top. So, Brute bought it. The the Paradox Amoongus. uh, Grass and Dark type. Something that uh, Amoongus does very well is just like this bulky defensive redirector. Um, Brute bought it kind of gets to do that, right? You kind of get to do that bulky redirector thing. You still have access to Rage Powder and all the grass moves that Amoongus would. But you also have like a base 135 attack stat, which means that you can just punch things now. 
Actually, he's yeah, a lot you... bulkier. Wow. Yeah, he, it is a very bulky Pokemon. Yeah, it's a lot bulkier than Amoongus. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a base 111, uh, 99.99 bulk. Uh, and also, as, Carter, as Carl said, that uh, 127 <laughs> attack stat. So not only can it eat up attacks, um, it can dish out a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just I think just to start it off, just um, in general with Paradox Pokemon, all of them have base 570, to- uh, have a base stat total of 570, besides uh, Roaring Moon and Iron Valiant, who are at yep. 590. So like... All of these Pokemon have just, compa- especially compared to their, uh, call them their, their like counterparts, their their real world modern day counterparts. Um, they have like stats on stats. Mm-hmm. Um, compared. Oh yeah, really their different. stats are insane. Yeah. Um, I think one of the cool things with Brute Bonnet is the fact that you have that Dark type. So if you do want to go more of that support route, you're able to go, and like you have a typing that is immune to Prankster. Um, Prankster Taunt was one of the ways, especially last, uh, last format in, in Sword and Shield, um, Prankster Taunt from Grim or Whims were great ways to really shut down, um, Amoongus before it can act, uh, with the dark typing, that isn't a worry, and you also have some other, again, offensive tools, uh, namely Sucker Punch, which you're able to put a lot of early pressure on if you go on a more offensive side uh, with Brute Bonnet. Yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of what Amoongus was doing in this early uh, Scarlet and Violet format was you would tear a dark just to be... Not only does it like remove your psychic weakness, you would be immune to Prankster, like you said, and Brute Bonnet kind of just skips that terrestrialization step, right? Um, you kind of just now are immune to you don't have to worry about the things that Amoongus has to worry about so much you're immune to that prankster you have good support moves since you are a dark type uh, one of the problems though is grass dark is a kind of very poor typing <laughs> yeah such um, a weird typing it, unfortunately it suffers from it so hard yeah it, it, there's a lot of weaknesses for grass and dark and like none of them help each other resistance wise so you're going to have more weaknesses as Brute Bonnet than you are than Amoongus, but you are just a little bit bulkier. Uh, I would probably put this as like a low A, high B Pokemon. I'm I not sure. Like, we'll just leave it in A for now and see kind of where other things fall. See, um, I, I, yeah. put it, I put it in B because because of the bug. Like, like just the, the because typing. of the typing. Yeah, yeah it like, I could yeah. see that. It forces you to kind of... Because what's what's um what's real popular? First impression, I think some one paradox maybe um, gets first impression. Um, Slitherwing. We, we, we don't. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. spoiler alerts. We will get there. I have a lot of. Yeah. Do you want to? I can organize them however I want. Yeah. So I can oh, yeah. organize so these however I want. <laughs> Let's go to Slitherwing. I have some things to say about Slitherwing. Um, so. So Slitherwing, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, there's one big downside. I covered this in the deep dive earlier in the week, uh, last week, that uh, you will never be able to get anything but a plus attack protosynthesis boost with the way Mm -hmm. your stats are, unless you really take a hit in your IVs, which is a big detriment. Do you think we should explain what protosynthesis and, uh, like, um, I just forgot the... Uh, uh, Quark Drive. 
Quark Drive. Uh, what what those are for uh, the viewers who do not know. So Protosynthesis is you get a 1.5 times boost to your highest stat currently when Sun is out. For Quark Drive, it's the same kind of situation. You get a 1.5 times boost to your highest current stat when Electric Terrain is set up. Um, it's um, it's 1.3 in for, your highest uh, stat for attack. For, and, um, for everything, everything but, else, speed. but speed. Yeah, everything yeah. but speed. So it's like So it's it's weird because it's like here's life orb boost for your attack or special attack. Uh here's just slightly less assault vest for your special defense. Um mm, the defense boost like could be cool. Scarf. But then it's like here's choice scarf. Go fast. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't want to deal with uh 1.3 times boosts for speed or whatever. I don't know. That's a weird thing to program it that way. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand that difference. But so for Slither, so going going back to Slitherwing, um, so while I and so I know that we were talking about um, Protosynthesis and Quark Drive, they're also able to be used for booster energy. I I would say it's a C tier Pokemon in the grand scheme of things. Uh, bug fighting is a terrible, terrible typing, um, not great whatsoever. What really does, I think the role that it really does play, um, it's niche in, and I think it's where you're going to see people use it and use it to success, is on rain teams. Um, especially Palafin Rain, uh, which was a very, very popular team. Um, Jody went uh, top four at, um, San Diego, at San Diego Regionals with it, and I believe that Palafin is just going to have a, be a Pokemon that with staying power. Um, and it, in general, unless you're running Ice Punch, it's going to really struggle against Grass types or Pokemon that Terra into Grass types. Um, that Protosynthesis boosted first impression is really, really, really strong. And against the Proto Sun teams uh, that are going to feature Pokemon like the Brute Bonnet that we talked about before, again, pro, um, that first impression is real like uh, pressure is really going to help against those teams as well. Mm -hmm. um, now you're wondering, Angelo, you just mentioned Protosynthesis. What, on a rain team, how is that going to work? <laughs> well, there's an item called Booster Energy that all yeah. these Pokemon can use that can automatically proc the Protosynthesis boost. Uh, it is a consumable item, and the boost will disappear if you switch the Pokemon out. So it is only a one-time use, especially since first impression is fake out esque where it only works right when it's used um but in general i do think like slitherwing in that role with that booster energy is going to or other items you can run life orb av um on it and i i think like in those specific teams it will like have like a really really interesting role and have like some part in the meta yeah uh, you mentioned its typing not being that great. Bug fighting actually isn't that terrible, uh, considering where the format's at right now. Flying type coverage is fairly uncommon. Most of the time, mm -hmm. it's like a Gyarados or a Tyranitar, once in a while, Dondozo in Series 1. and a, You have Pelipper with like Hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pelipper with Hurricane, um, Murkrow's Brave Bird. While we didn't see a good Murkrow showing... Uh, we also have uh, Talonflame's Brave Bird as well. Um, and yeah. even King Gambits. A lot of King Gambits now are running. They're swapping um, that Terra Flying. Now, granted, they may not run Terra Blast on their Terra Flying. A lot of them want to keep running 
double dark move and then like a kowtow cleave sucker punch iron head and then probably brick break for the king mm. gambit mirror but um Still one of the cool things of. one of the cool things about this is you do get to just change types on this thing and mm. that that's what the best part of being a bug or an ice type i feel like is in this generation is hey i can just drop this terrible typing even though my stats more than make up for it because it's in this case slitherwing uh I don't remember Slytherwing's attack stat. It's insanely high, though. It's it's to the point where attack stat is 135. 135. Jesus. So when I you... think it gets sword stance and bulk up as well. Bulk up is very interesting. Um, bulk up is insane, and let me see sword stance. No, just bulk up. Bulk up. I I, bulk I would rather have massive. bulk up in this case. Just yeah, being bulk able up to is boost, massive. Boost both stat, both your attack and your defense. Um, I've seen people talking about not even really running like booster energy and just running assault vest on it right. just to be that bulky Pokemon. You have first impression. Uh, your physical move coverage is very, very deep for a bug fighting type. If I remember right, you get fire coverage, um, flying coverage, steel coverage, obviously bug and fighting. Um, I believe you get trailblaze, which is grass. I believe okay, yeah, yeah. Just, just going through it, yeah, you get acrobatics, uh, of course, the fighting coverage, brick break, close combat, dual wing beat, first impression, flame flame charge, and flare blitz. Uh, you get earthquake. Oh my god. Goodness. Yeah, you yeah get this earthquake, thing is deep. <laughs> super you do get the trailblaze, U turn, Zen headbutt, wild charge. We get wild charge too. You get wild charge. So we get a chaotic. flying answer. That's actually kind of cool. And you also cool. have, uh, you have, and for singular ground coverage, you do have stomping tantrum as well. Man. Um. No, this this thing can. Do they're they're a trying lot. to make it good. <laughs> um, and, and again, it's and like I'm, that's why. It's, while I'm, well, it's again, not I think like, especially. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, three people on a podcast. Yeah. Um, I think like <laughs> the reason why I'm saying it's C is because like. I think it's it is a mon that is a little more linear, um. Yeah. And again, like I, this isn't something you're going to slap on every team. I know we've had a few guys in Little Root Lessons, um. They're really trying trying to make it work, and the thing is, none of them went to that rain mode. And I think, like, just again looking at rain, and it, it's not like I had this epiphany. Um, I know that just again look researching stuff. Uh, Moxie boosted did a pal like a palafin Slitherwing rain, and uh, a few people in other friend groups of mine were putting Slitherwing on their rain team again for those purposes of beating those grass type Pokemon that usually are able to wall palafin to mm. allow your palafin right. your your sweeper to do sweepy things. Exactly, like I mean... th this if, if grass types are good. Slitherwing will be good. That's just kind of like how the long and the short of it goes. It's, I mean, you want a mon that kind of just, you can like slap on a team and it won't have much of an issue. So I I do see the like justification putting Slitherwing in C because you, you have to try to make it work instead yeah. of just, oh, yeah. I can hit, I can click this button and I'm still okay. 
It, it's not it, like putting a flutter main or a roaring moon or iron bundle into most teams. It's not. It's not just plug right. and play that kind of situation. Like Slitherwing right. needs a lot of help. Right. That I brings that. us that. to Screamtail. Yeah, that's the best. Hey, I have a complicated relationship with Screamtail because <laughs> I love it, and at the same time, I don't because, like, it's so bulky. Yeah, it's, it's so freaking bulky. It's and, designed um, to be very bulky, but it the gives them an insanely high speed. Yeah, for yep. a trick room setter, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just it doesn't feel right. It it does and, feel very awkward. Yeah. Going and, through the stats, we're looking at 115, 99, 115 bulk with a 111 speed stat. Um, 60, both offenses are base 65, so you are not doing any damage with this thing. But when you look at its right. support kit, um, it's, it's course, amazingly supportive. Everything. It's a crazy it, support mod. You have screens, you have trick room. Um, going through it, you have Psychic Fangs, t- fangs to get ri- rid of your opponent's screens. You have Perish Song, um, Stealth Rock, if you're feeling, um... If you're feeling hazardous. cheeky, that's kind of cool. It I can set your cool. terrain, it can set Psychic Terrain, it can set your weather for you, and it's just, it's good in all ways, it's just... It also has like, Thunder Wave, Trick, Wish... So it's got the standard tears, suite of psychic hand. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's um even like rock tomb for speed control. Um and I think yeah. like I know what you were saying with the bulk and the speed. Uh, I feel like that this Pokemon is the glue for the Proto Sun teams that are gonna start appearing. Uh, Sun really wasn't a factor, really wasn't a factor at all in series one. And it's these past Paradox Pokemon that are going to make it a thing. Um, one of the things I really do like about the past Paradox Pokemon, like like what we have uh, right now on Beats here with Screamtail and Brute Bonnet, we, you can throw a Torkoal there. And that those are three different Pokemon where you have a Trick Room core and the Torkoal is also boosting your Screamtail's bulk stats or its speed, depending on how you want to train it boosting yeah. either the bulk or the attack on your group bonnet you can throw in other uh past paradox pokemon on this team or other trick room things on this team and because of the sun you don't need the booster energy to proc that protosynthesis it's going to be going on and off as the weather comes and goes mm-hmm. and of course right. we all know how good torkoal is when it's in trick room. Oh, yeah. oh yeah uh i will say like Torkoal being the the sunsetter in Scarlet and Violet is the reason a lot of these Scarlet Paradox Pokemon are doing are going to do so well. Probably, um, we unfortunately did not get a very good Electric Terrain setter in Pinchurchin. Yeah, um, it's just it's just how the nature of the game goes. Uh, so a lot of these violet Pokemon will most likely make good use of booster energy. But what you'll see is just like teams with Fluttermane end up uh, probably either like on a weird item with Torkoal next to it, uh, sometimes Sash, sometimes Specs, And then you'll see these violet paradox Pokemon carrying that booster energy because there's just no good way to 
activate it right now, at least until we get Maridon. Yeah. Yeah, no, Maridon is the great equalizer of things, and it's and I do think it's slightly better than Coridon, and that's not a slouch against Coridon as well, which is also just really freaking good. Um both of those Pokemon I think when when we do get to that uh GS Cup format, both those Pokemon are absolutely unbelievable and I'm going to be very excited to use them. But right now, because uh Nintendo decided to give us um <laughs> not only did they like give us Pink Urchin, but it also they, they took away rising voltage, like like there's yeah, just no that's, support moves. That's the big I think the big thing is Pinchurchin really liked rising voltage. Like that was like this a, a really good move for it. And now that you don't have it, it. it's it's gone. It's just not worth it. There's no good benefiter for electric terrain like there is for like sun. Um, Speaking of electric types, Sandy Shocks. Uh, This is a weird one. I don't know. I have no no opinion on Sandy Shocks. I just... I know Rose. I don't like it. I don't like it very much. I love it. That's my only opinion. Okay. (laughs) It's like sell us, bro. No, and this is tough. I love its stats. Um, eighty-five, ninety-seven, eighty-five bulk, one twenty-one special attack on a one-zero-one base speed. Getting over that base hundred is massive. The electric types, uh, in the grand scheme of things, for this current format, there really are not any good electric types. Um, electric type special attackers. We'll get to a good, very good electric type physical attacker later in the video, mm-hmm. but like for that. You can run Scarf, you can run Specs, you can really blow it up with things up with that really, really powerful Thunderbolt. And then you look at its typing, and this is what uh, Carl got me on when I mentioned, <laughs> hey, can Sandy Shocks be good? Because again, when you look at these stats, it's 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 perfect. It's beautiful. Okay. If you're going and using Electro-type attacks into Water-type Pokemon, which Sandy okay. Shocks is weak to because it's Electric Ground. Yeah. And when what you're trying to threaten equally threatens you, it, it goes away. Uh, Sandy Shocks would be an amazing Terra candidate, but in, at least this is just my opinion on things. If you are a really good Pokemon only when you Terra, that means that in the grand scheme of things, you're not that great. Um, I would def- I personally think just because of the typing, uh, outside of getting it to Terra... It's a C tier Pokemon. If its mm-hmm. typing was almost, if it's that secondary typing was almost anything else, I think like if this was a, if this kept Magneton's typing of Electric Steel, I think it would be at least high B tier when yeah. you take into account its stats and um the, also the fact that there it just. It can play a role on a team that a lot that a lot of Pokemon can't fill right now. Yeah, uh, Sandy Socks is interesting to say the least. Uh, like you said, it's a very yeah. good special attacker. Um, I just I like like you said I when I pointed out that's like oh you're just weak to water because you're a ground type still. It's just like. <laughs> You gotta make sure you're outspeeding Iron Bundle. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I gotta think it's kind of silly. You gotta outspeed Iron Bundle. Um, if if there's any like like Palafin with like Scarf hits you, you really don't want that. Um, yeah, you, you like, can just get the Jet Punch, and it's kind of done. 
it's like I just I don't like the typing. It's like that's another thing is like Rose said, like you're threatening water types, but at the same time they're threatening you. And it's just it's awkward if you have to you're a strong mon, you have to tear it to rastalize it every time. And yeah, it's not like it, it's it makes you very one dimensional. Right. It's just makes you very predictable and yeah, uh, it's just a complicated relationship with Sandy Shocks. There's a reason Stunfisk isn't that great. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're, we're, let's talk about a Pokemon that is great. Let's talk me. about a Pokemon that is good. Okay. So uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm just putting no, it. Somewhere. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We're, we're gonna, gonna talk, talk about this for a minute because there's okay. there's there's some back and forth here. Uh, I know Poppy has this ranked a little bit lower. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat with him a little bit. Um, guys but I could be, I can be ass. convinced. I could be convinced either way. If you, if you want to hear my reasoning, it's kind of like, okay. So with Fluttermane, I love that it's a, what it's got 135. Yeah, let me let me look that up real quick. So it's got I have it up for 135 you. special attack, 135 special defense, and 135 speed. While HP, attack, and defense are all 55. Now, don't get me wrong. Special attack at 135 is phenomenal. Speed at 135, phenomenal. Special defense at 135, phenomenal. But hear me out. You have everything in their brother with sucker punch you have everything with some kind of anything that's a threat with some kind of physical move that does so much damage okay fluttermane has been kind of as as a glass cannon we all know this but it's like let me get back on track it's like like i said Everything has a physical move that just does so much damage. And with threats like, with the other mods, spoiler alert, Iron Hands, Roaring Moon, and Great Tusks, things like that, everything's going to hit it. Everything's going to hit it very hard. Now, that forces you to run Focus Sash on it without, and you can't run like booster energy on it because it's so frail. It'll just die because it gets sucker punched. Or you got a King Gambit that has um Katal Cleave. That's just gonna hit hit it stupid hard. So that's why that's why I put it in A because it's just a glass cannon. That's all it is. And hyper offense and glass cannons kinda die away very quickly because we always reach a like medium in the meta where things kind of settle, kind of, I won't say centralized, but they, like, get to a point where, yeah, they just slow down, start to get bulky, start to get more, or more or less, or I guess less click buttony, Mm -hmm. as I would say. Yeah. Because you're not, with Fluttermane, you're just clicking buttons. Clicking buttons. And, uh, you're forcing terror types again because sucker punch, iron head, things like that. Like it just doesn't. The bulk itself, like special defense bulk, is great. Like 135 is a really great base 
special defense. It's just everything else is so physical, like a jet punch from Palafin, a wave crash from Adozo, like I've been saying, Katal Cleave and Sucker Punch from King Gambit, uh, Annihilate with Rage Fist, things like that. It just forces Fluttermane into one thing, and it makes it so one-dimensional, like, and that's not to say the other things it does is aren't great, but like you're gonna have to outspeed it before before you like you can't give it a chance to outspeed before it kills everything on your team type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or you set it up as a revenge killer. Even yeah. then it's like, okay, as long as I hit you or pressure you in any way, like I don't have to worry about Fluttermane as much. That that's my opinion on Fluttermane. Like, glass cannons are just glass cannons. Very easy to so, go to, to uh, kind of, very easy to counter, but at the same time, not so easy to counter. If you're not, like, you have to position it right, to my in my opinion. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, <laughs> it definitely is a Pokemon that, it is a glass cannon if you're hitting it physically. I will say there are some surprising calcs. Uh, Spack and I were working on this. I think this was like the first week the game came out. And it was like Mimikyu had to be 252 max adamant, like life orb for it to knock out like four HP or four defense um Fluttermane with Shadow Sneak. So like there are some and even I know we mentioned Sucker Punch. Um and it's Sucker Punch because of the fairy typing on Fluttermane, it is a neutral hit and it is able to live some of those sucker punches. The reason why I put it in S tier is because it is again one of those paradox mods you don't need the booster energy. You can use life orb, you can use scarf specs um or sash and while it is a glass cannon, it does put out immediate pressure. You can lead with it. It's a Pokemon that, like, y- your opponent needs to have, okay, what is my Flutter main plan? Flutter main plan. Because mm. if you don't have that plan yeah. in the back of your head, it can just, it can 4-0 you. It can run through teams. Um, right. Even just with outside of its coverage moves, which it does have really good coverage, just its Dazzling Gleam, Moonblast, and Shadow Ball it can do a lot, a lot of damage. Um, and it is a, also a very splashable Pokemon. It's a Pokemon that you can easily put onto almost any team, uh, whether it's Proto Sun, Rain, Hyper Offensive Good Stuffs, um, really anything like Fluttermane can like fit on. And I think that's why, and, which is quite the opposite of what we were saying with um, Slitherwing and Sandy Shocks, where it's like, oh, it has to be like this specific team. Like, Fluttermane, it's it's the teams that it doesn't work on. That list is shorter. Um, And there are also other ways to run it um, that I think are going to be explored more when it gets to the bulkier point. Um, At base 135 speed, uh, the only other speedy Pokemon that you're really worried about um, that are commonly used outside of, like, Scarfs and such are um, Spoiler, Iron Bundle, and Dragapult. And so one of the things Fluttermane does have is Icy Wind, and one of the things that made Regieliki really, really great um, in Gen 8 was being the fastest on the field and having Electroweb as another form of uh, not only just spread damage, but speed control for its partner. 
um, to get your opponents, both your opponents' Pokemon at minus one, and then let your partner Pokemon pick up KOs um, from Flutter that Flutter Main sets up with the chip damage and the speed to both um, get your partner Pokemon in position and also break any sashes that are there. Um, so I do the reason why I do think it's S is again the there are going to be different ways to use it and just the fact that it's splashable and it forces your opponent to make a game plan in their head how do i solve this that so far the other paradox pokemon we've gone through don't have that before and i don't think a lot of the other paradox pokemon have that effect as well so that's that's why i would say it's an s gotcha i could see arguments for both um it's i've i've also said it before sorry to interrupt the crawl but um (laughs) it's like you'd have to I think the best way, personally, is to use it as kind of like an Aleki, like you said, um, to kind of speed control your way into a better position, rather than kind of, it does put this immediate amount of pressure, an immense amount of pressure as well. So, like, it's not a bad mod by any means, but it's just the bulk, because I'm, like, personally, I'm a more bulky style type player i like bulkier style teams it's just the bulk to me doesn't justify the like usage for me but at the same time like you said grow is that you do need to kind of have a game plan for it you can't just like go okay i can beat this flutter main just by just by just doing whatever yeah you have just to have a plan. It. you really have to think about what you're doing if you're like just going into the series itself you have to take into account like a lot of series 12 and 8 was how do i counter zation in this format or with this team because zation was such a threat in that way so i think fluttermade kind of presents that same thing but it's just a bulk that just doesn't justify it to me but um yeah i mean your opinion is very valid and like yeah it can be an s tier as well so i mean wherever you guys want to put it i'm okay with that it it screams very gold dango vibes to me right now with the way fluttermane yeah. works um and i feel like fluttermane will do the same thing that gold dango does it'll peak a little while and then it'll fall off a little while and then it'll peak again and it'll fall off again and it'll kind of have this wave like goldango is doing which is hilarious because he had well, goldango has a surfboard um but uh like we saw goldango do really really well in early series one then it kind of disappeared and then it popped up at san diego has 12 copies in the top 16 and was it second most used pokemon or most used? no i second. think it was i think it was it was most used in the top 16 okay. uh but it wasn't i don't think it was the most used pokemon overall I think that okay. uh, probably belongs to something else entirely. Um, yeah. But I feel like Fluttermane is right there on the cusp. It is probably that S tier. If we're just like comparing it to all the other Paradox Pokemon, it is probably that S tier. It is probably that this is the Paradox Pokemon you must answer going into Series 2. You gotta have a plan for it. Um, otherwise, it's gonna run your team down and beat you up and you're gonna be sad. Right. Yeah. Uh, Great Tusk. 
This is oh, the Fighting Ground Dawn fan paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing is cool. I like this thing a lot. Um, it is, it's like, plus it's like over a hundred in defense, over a hundred HP, really good attack, and then it's I I don't remember what the speed and special defense are. But so the speed is eighty-seven, which actually isn't that bad. Eighty-seven speed ties it with um, Baxcalibur, which was on the San Di- the winning team in San Diego. Go Ice types. Um, <laughs> uh, special defense is uh fifty-three, which um, as the kids say, is uh, not good. Yeah, uh, which most great tusks are going to probably be carrying that assault vest anyway. Um, this is this is actually a, an example of a great assault vest Pokemon, because all this thing wants to do is click a damaging move in front of you. Um, you you have has a lot of you have moves. all the cool like ground and rock stuff that Dawn Fan normally does, rock slide, earthquake, all that great stuff. You have great spread damage. You also have, uh, I believe, access to the new ground type move, Headlong Rush, which is essentially just ground type close combat. I can confirm that you do have that access to that. You also have Play Rough, Megahorn, Iron Head, uh, Knock Off, the new um, Ice-type move, Ice Spinner, which is a physical Ice-type move, base 80 power, 100% accuracy, and also removes the effect of terrain. So I think also that makes... one right there is, is a yeah, big kicker massive. for these... For, for spe- specifically this like fighting ground type, because... The big things you're weak to are like grass, flying, and things like that. And now you can just punch them a little bit harder because you have that ice spinner. You get to mess with terrain. It gives you a little bit more utility. Um, I feel like as uh, we, we get out of these hyper-offensive teams and teams start to get bulkier, this will be the, the, the kind of ground type we see more often than not rather than Garchomp running around trying to be fast. We'll see things like Great Tusk with Assault Vest being able to tear a ground and kind of just bully people out of the game with big stab earthquakes and things like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I'm not sure. I know with the tier list, I'm not sure if I like Great Tusk more than Screamtail and Brute Bonnet. I I might like it a little more than Brute Bonnet. I, I might say it's like might be like mid to high B for me or low A. Um, but I also think that, like that's how it is now. I wouldn't be shocked if end of this series, as things have progressed, we're saying, "Oh yeah, this is like yeah. why were we not looking at this Pokemon earlier?" Exactly. Uh, do you want to you say anything about Great Psy-Shock? Test Shock? <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> it learns Psy Shock. Psy Shock Great Tusk is actually in the quote unquote useful moves in Pokemon Showdown. That's um, interesting. <laughs> so that is um, cool. Um, it does. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. What it, to say that is true. It is another bulk up Pokemon. That is that is also yeah. true. Um, oh, no, 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 I, no, not bulk. Psy Shock, the psychic type attack. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I just, um, I just don't get that. It does get bulk up as well, which is awesome. Uh, and Endeavor, um, if you want to do like Sash Endeavor things. You can do some cheeky things with that. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is with um, Great Tusk. I love Great Tusk. It's like one of my higher, higher tiered mons. It's just I like it a lot. I've been using it 
on um, Showdown a bit, and it's just, I love it. It does great with an Assault Vest kind of set. And that brings us to the last Paradox Pokemon for at least Scarlet, uh, Roaring Moon. Uh, as Roaring Ro mentioned, Moon. As Ro mentioned uh -huh. earlier, uh, most of the Paradoxes have base 570, except for Roaring Moon and Iron Valiant, who have base 590. Um, also, fun fact, they're listed separately from the other Paradox Pokemon in the Pokedex. They are. Uh, they're towards uh, the end. They're in the Cool Kids Club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, so, whatever so, that means. <laughs> so, Roaring Moon, uh, again, another Pokemon that's just stats on stats, and uh, all the stats are in great places. Uh, 105, 71, 101 bulk, a massive 139 base attack stat. Th this Pokemon has more has a higher attack than Coridon, yeah. um, which is oh, the wow. you know box legendary, uh, and also a blazing fast 119 speed. Um, just a really, really great Pokemon that, again, has all its stats in the right places. Uh, it appears to be based more on Mega Salamence than Salamence, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is nifty. And maybe that's why it has like a higher base stat, because it's not based on the regular one, it's based on the Mega. Yeah, could um, be. That's cool. Dragon Dark is also a super cool typing. Um, as we know, Hydreigon uh, has been super popular with the same typing uh, in Series 1. And uh, with the Goldango that we just mentioned, the Dragon Dark and then Steel Ghost, uh, that duo perfectly synergizes defensively where anything that will hit Roaring Moon... Uh, super effectively. Um, Goldango covers and vice versa. They they these are going to be two Pokemon, uh, the Roaring Moon and Goldango, that pair together very well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I do like that. Uh, it gets acrobatics, and for some reason, acrobatics feels so much better on Roaring Moon than it does on the other ones. I get it because uh, booster energy, and I saw uh when. The uh, Battle Stadium's uh, doubles format was announced on Showdown. Mm -hmm. um, I saw a lot of Terra-type flying Roaring Moons that used acrobatics, and it hit super hard with that 139 base attack. And yeah. with how, how lightning fast it is, like, acrobatics does insane amount an insane amount of damage because um for you guys that who don't know uh, acrobatics the power doubles if the user has no help item paired with booster energy which is a one use item that activates the protosynthesis um ability and um usually its attack is much higher than its speed anyhow yeah and like that paired with at the Secondary effect of acrobatics is like I don't know, it's just chef's kiss. It's, it's yeah, amazing. It's so much damage. Things that mm -hmm. take neutral hits from it just go down most of the time. Um, right. If you are weak to flying, goodbye. Like that's just like yeah. the easiest way to describe <laughs> it. Like you will you will not survive this hit most of the time, even if you tried and Cal can survive it. Um, right. And it can also hit even harder and go even faster. Uh, as a Dragon Dancer, it's, uh, yeah. I'd say at this point, it's probably the premier Dragon Dancer uh, of the format. Um, you also get um, Brick Break, Crunch, 
Um, what else do you get for cool moves? Uh, um, rock slide. Uh, I actually want. I think one of the coolest moves it does get is a breaking swipe. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, I think this is one of the very few Pokemon that get breaking swipe this gen. Yeah, they really limited the use of that move overall, and I think Roaring Moon being fast and having access to that means that there's going to be more than just the I'm a click the damage button kind of sets with this thing. You'll see these more tailwind breaking swipe supportive sets that can still hit you really hard, but aren't the main focus for damage on their teams. Yeah, and I know that you mentioned it like it's not hitting super hard, but in the grand scheme of things, breaking swipe, it's still, it's a spread 60 base power move. I know 60 yeah. base power isn't a ton, but when you're looking at, again, that 139 attack stat, that that's not negligible damage. Like, th this isn't like it's clicking Snarl or something. Yeah. It's Which still going I think it to... gets Snarl, too. <laughs> it does get Snarl. So... Um, wow. <laughs> This this there's there's going to be really cool sets I think that come from this as the format develops. People will kind of get off the very fast acrobatic sets, and we'll start to see those tailwind breaking swipe snarl supporty sets because this thing is just fast and actually still has decent bulk on top of that. Yeah. Right. The really the only thing that's like honestly stopping it from being S tier to me is. Fluttermane. Um, Fluttermane yeah. eats this thing for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, and Sunday brunch. Um, and it's considerably faster. Um, I think the only way you're outspeeding it is if you're if you're proccing your um, your protosynthesis to boost speed instead of attack. Which, uh, as Poppy already said, you you will not be able to invest like fully in your attack stat in order for that to happen. You would probably mm -hmm. have to be let me actually, I have it up. Um, so if you are max speed jolly, you hit a speed stat. Level 50. You hit a speed stat of 188, which is very fast. Uh, actually, no, you can do that. That worked perfectly. Yeah, so you would have to be max speed jolly um, in order to make uh make sure that like you get that speed boost the speed to... boost instead of the attack boost yeah right. and, and but at the other side of it if their uh flutter main is if they're plus speed yeah you're just in trouble move. yeah yeah um we, we talked about a little bit about like hydreigon being like dark dragon as well um roaring moon doesn't get the benefit of having levitate like hydreigon does it so it is it is much harder to terrestrialize this thing and avoid that four times weakness because you kind of open yourself up into a lot of the big ground weaknesses that are in the game. Um, right. Specifically, fire, steel, and poison all would be great. Are all are great for Hydreigon, but that's because Hydreigon gets to run away from its fairy weakness. But you're also not adding a whole lot of weaknesses on top of that because you don't have to worry about getting hit by earthquake, earth power, whatever. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Roaring Moons adapt to the Fluttermane problem going forward. Um, I know we saw a ton of Terra Steel in like whatever preseason you want to call it, um, with like Choice Band and Iron Head to beat Fluttermane. Um, but I, I think I think Roaring Moon will have to really adapt as the format starts to shift because there's things like Sylveon are still going to do really really well in this gen, mm. uh, in this format because. I'm pretty sure, even though it is just quick attack, it's still going to hurt because it's 
four times effective. And yeah, so right. you'll have to really pivot around and avoid those that big fairy type weakness for Roargoon for a while. I think mm-hmm. um, Spack the Titan and I, uh, them and I were talking specifically about Roaring Moon, and I think they said it perfectly. Like, Roaring Moon needs balance. It's super fast and super offensive, and the setting it needs around itself is a balanced team. Mm-hmm. And so when the format does move more towards balance, um, I think that's when you'll see it start to thrive more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into some of these Violet Paradoxes. Uh, Unfortunately for Violet, a lot of these Paradoxes fall flat comparatively. Um, There's like, I would say three real clear winners. The other four are kind of underwhelming. Underwhelming is not the right word. But because we don't have access to easy pork drive, right? We don't have access yeah. to easy electric terrain to set these guys up like we do Torkoal for Sun. They suffer because it really limits what items they can run. And it really limits what you can actually do with these guys. I agree, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I do as well. Um, I, However, I do think that two of them are really strong. Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's a clear distinction of the two or three that are like heads and shoulders above the other four. One of which being Iron Bundle. I um, love this Pokemon. The shiny. I, uh, I, I love this Pokemon because the shiny is so good. <laughs> I, I, so that was the thing. So the, my first, uh, I did it last week. My first shiny hunt ever uh, in Violet was shiny hunting bundle. Um, the first ra- go around, I got a zero attack IV. Mm-hmm. The second go around, I got three shinies on my second sandwich. Two of them marked. One of them being a marked one IV, which is. Uh, Iron button, shiny iron bundle. The peckish is now going to be uh, my bestie, <laughs> and awesome. I was able to really, use. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and I was able to use my t- two of the other sh- bundles I got to get a. Uh, I got a shiny Fluttermane and a shiny Roaring Moon. Uh, shout out to Alex nice. from the TRT Discord, and uh, to uh, Emmy, friend of LRL, um, who went and uh, found these uh, shinies for me. Um, but, you know, uh, going way back to uh, what Poppy was saying about, like, the discount Regialikis, uh, this is discount Regialiki. Yeah, this this is our yeah. discount Aleki. Like, this yeah. is it, right? Yeah. Um, so, we, the this bulk thing is, isn't... It's what, one point faster than Fluttermane? Right? Yes, it is. It's uh, base 136 uh, speed. So, for relevant Pokemon in the format, it's the second fastest. The, again, the fastest being Dragapult. Uh, to go with a 124 special attack stat and a surprisingly bulky 114 to physical defense. So on the on the physically defensive side, it's actually like surprisingly bulkier than it looks. Uh, however, 56 HP and 60 special defense is um, not good at all. Yeah. But who cares? You get fast stab icy wind and yeah. you just click that button and it's See, great. Mike- my thing is that it's a little more spread out than Fluttermane, so like it, its bulk is just a little better for me. That's why, that's why I like it a lot more, uh, and I kind of rate it as S because like it's like Rose said, a discount Regieleki, and it hits super hard. It gets chilling water, which yeah. uh, lowers lowers attack. It gets um, freeze dry, 
which is your answer to a lot of really solid rain team uh like attackers like mm-hmm. palafin it's your answer to dozo if it doesn't terror type even if it terror types to dragon or something it's still being threatened by iron bundle a hydro pump ice beam ice spinner and it's no, just it's... it's an insanely good pokemon and it can even set your electric terrain you could you could throw um focus sash on it and just like okay i'll set electric terrain i could set up another one of my cork drive mons like iron hands or something and it's just like i don't know i i like it a lot more than personally fluttermane because of things like that it can set up your other mons and i gotta see if fluttermane gets uh fluttermane does get sunny day which is you know you get great utility out of both, which is why, like, I think it's, well, let me, uh, I do kind of, it would be, I would be wrong if I said it's not putting, or it's putting the same pressure as it is as Fluttermane does, which it doesn't, but it's faster. It, um, it can eat a hit more than, uh, Fluttermane can, um, yeah, like, I love Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle is going to be a staple in a lot of my teams going forward. And it's just, it's good to me. I love it. I completely agree with everything Poppy yeah. just said. It, it's an S-tier Pokemon to me. This is probably, I mean, again, the, the, the Ice King likes the ice type. Water's wet, <laughs> no birds, all that. Uh, it just click, it uh, checks all the bu- boxes for you, bud. Yeah, no, yeah. this is, and it, it's shiny, is just like so sleek and perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, I think one of the other things that uh, Poppy didn't add to it is it not only is this a great check to those Rainmons that just did really, really well in, um, in San Diego, it also, Ooh. you can just drop this Pokemon on those Rain teams, um, go Terra Water, your Hydro Pump, right. Terra Water, your, like, Terra Water Hydro Pump in the Rain, you're blowing stuff up. Yeah. Um, and it becomes an insanely, insanely threatening Pokemon offensively as well. Um, I, I, I think in just in general, uh, just me personally, this is one of the best created Pokemon um, I've ever um, in this generation, just just in general. And to see an Ice type get love like this, um, just just fills my heart with just warmth and joy. <laughs> Like, like I, yeah. I can go on and on. Like I, I just I love Iron Bundle. It's insanely good. I think. Yeah. yeah. I will say though, the one thing I know, item wise, I do think that this is a Quark Drive Pokemon. More yeah, this so is than a very much a a booster energy must play Pokemon. Yeah. Yes, bo- booster but, energy. I mean, I... this the same can be said about the other ones as well. Like they're all kind of just they need booster energy because well, I there's... think the main. The main reason why I think with Bundle more than the others is because in your Bundle Bundle um, mirrors, you want to make sure that, I mean, worst case, you're speed tying. Because if you're not speed tying and they're getting their icy wind off first, then you're losing the edge of Iron Bundle, which is being able to get off those really, really fast icy winds turn one. Um, And also, just in general, these two Pokemon that are currently in S tier, Bundle and... Uh, Fluttermane, they also complement each other really well. You can lead both of them in insanely hyper-offensive uh, leads, and 
one of the things that series one really lacked were those like immediate turn one off like hyper offensive leads that can just put a, an opponent on the back foot immediately and those two pokemon together creates that sort of team dynamic that we haven't seen yet in official uh scarlet and violet play I'm about to say someone's not been playing enough goldango murkrow <laughs> I think this is completely different. Nah, it does. It, it does exactly what you said. It it puts out immediate pressure yeah. on the opponent. Um, yeah. My problem with nice my my problem with Iron Bundle is they got rid of Scald. They got rid of your like medium tier water moves. So now you're playing Chilling Water, which is fifty base power, or Hydro Pump, which is going to knock things out. Hydro but now you gotta now you gotta play the accuracy game yeah. and and oh, that's yeah. how they yeah. that's how they balance this pokemon that's how they've balanced this iron bundle out a little bit um i mean Carl, it, uh, it's, Carl. it's scary Carl, as i always say 80 percent of the time it works every time yeah uh, <laughs> for sometimes that's not enough um and i i'm very much on reducing the amount of rng that i have to deal with on my teams I probably will not be a very big Iron Bundle player for at least the majority of the time I'm playing Scarlet and Violet, just because of the fact that I, if I'm playing it for damage, I am not going to want to click Hydro Pump ever, just because I don't want to put myself in a situation of, if my Hydro Pump misses, I'm very far behind. Okay. I mean, that, um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I do like the support, as... like, Icy Wind Chilling Water sets. I really do like those. Um, like y'all mentioned, like the bundle v bundle matchup, you want to be first. That's why you want the booster energy. It's very reminiscent of Max Speed Alecki versus Max Speed Alecki, and a, a speed tile will get you. And that's kind of what it comes down to. And so we'll we'll probably see people trying to figure out unique ways to make sure that their iron bundle goes first. Whether that's things like fake out or uh, other pressure, other fast pressure things like that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where Iron Bundle shakes out after the meta starts to settle because, like you said, it's going to be that very good hyper offensive run them down mon for a while. Yeah, um, can agree with that. The other really good Pokemon out of Violet is Iron Hands. This thing is a monster. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. I, was I don't know say, if yeah, we've I seen actually, this. This is an S tier mon as well. Uh, yeah, this this is probably the underrated S tier mon, I think. Right. People, I don't think people I've slept on this Pokemon at the start. They, they were, and now I know that we had Aaron, who is uh, our our Nostradamus. Yeah, he um, he loves this immediately. Thing. Series two is like, I'm gonna play Iron Bundle and just starts building as many Iron Bundle teams. And you mean Iron Hand came up with this crit Iron Bundle. And I, I keep saying Iron Bundle. I'm always my mind's it. always a nice type. He loves Iron that Hand. bundle. <laughs> I do love that bundle. I I shiny hunted bundle didn't shiny hunt hands. Not I got yet. three hands. Yeah. I need one. Oh, we fine. I'm gonna take one of those after. Uh, uh, please and thank you. It's not. Um, it's not like, zero speed, but it'll be. It'll be fine. I, I actually have a zero. I actually have a zero speed hands from when I was trying to catch a raid hands. Um, I got the zero speed, and I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to the iron hands though. Um, Aaron, it's it. You can do so many sets. Uh, stat wise, this thing is just unbelievable. 
154 HP, 140 attack, uh, 108 and 68 or its other two bulk stats, and a super slow fi- base 50 speed, which means that it is it, it goes zoomies in a trick room. Yeah. And you have, I think there's like three distinct sets with Iron Hands that are, I, I think all three are really good. You have the AV variant. Mm-hmm. Um, Coverage-wise, you have the elemental punches, you have play rough, close combat, um, wild charge if you want a stronger hitting electric type attack. But one of the things in the AV set and also in the choice band set is it learns Volt Switch. And this Pokemon can act as a super bulky pivot on, again, on a bunch of different teams. This can be the uh, token future Pokemon on Proto Sun, which usually is a, t- is a team that leans towards Trick Room because of Screamtail and Torkoal. You can uh, use it in rain teams to check other rain teams, hit other water types. Um, just general trick room, general good stuffs. Like it's a gr- it's a great Pokemon. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, this is this is another Pokemon that can honestly join. Like you could have a team with Bundle, Hands, and Fluttermane, um, doing its thing. Um, and again, like using either Bundle as a that bulky pivot with Volt Switch. Uh, Swords Dance sets are also really really good. I know it gets. Um, Belly drum as well, but belly drum is a lot of win more. I know yeah. going through this with Carter yesterday, where um, it was uh, he wanted to know like if te- if it was like either terrifier or terror flying at plus two would KO a max defense like max defense in- uh, invested Amoongus, and um, with zero attack investment, a plus two Iron Hands. Um, its Terror Blast will knock out a 252-252 plus defense um, Amoongus. Like, that's how much damage it's doing. Mm-hmm. That max physical bulk Amoongus will die to a plus two zero attack investment Iron Hands. Yeah. And then, of course, Aaron's set is the... Uh, the critical hit. Wanted, the critical hit one, yeah. which I've just been talking a lot. You guys do that one. I need to go. <laughs> Uh, if I remember right, this one's like Drain Punch, Thunder Punch, Ice Punch, Focus Energy, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like tr- triple attacks, Focus Energy, your f- max special defense. I don't think there's any attack investment. If there is, it's just a very minute amount. Um, so, so just hear me out, and it's probably going to be kind of, it's not more like phrasing Iron Hands. Um, the only thing I don't like about Iron Hands is that it doesn't get wide guard like Hariyama does. Yeah, that was gonna, granted, that's like my one big complaint. Yeah. It, granted Hariyama doesn't have the same bulk as Iron Hands which is a huge deal. But at the same time, like you need the utility of wide guard to kind of make, make dealing with Iron Hands immediate threat, which is Fluttermane. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, granted, you could pivot it out, you could switch, you could position a little differently, but um, like I said, wide guard is huge for like threats like Fluttermane and <clears throat> and Coldangle, things like that that just 
uh, rely on spread damage to put that pressure on a team or on opponents. Yeah. And wide guard really shuts that down. And the only the only like justification I would go without wide guard is if it was next to a Armoro or Armourouge. I don't know how to say the name. Either one has yeah that has wide guard. You know what I mean? Like you need a mon that has wide guard near it. Yeah. To kinda, I can see that. Because it's its special defense is only sixty eight, and that kind of like maybe to me kind of forces you to play with assault vest and kind of invest a little into special defense just to kind of calc those uh, calc for those uh, double dazzle gleams or those moon blasts from Fluttermane. And no, I, it doesn't I, get it doesn't get guts, which you know that's mainly what a lot of fairy leaves learn anyway. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my biggest complaint, and um, I think it's a very like a very important thing to note with Iron Hands is no use of wide of wide guard, but everything else about Iron Hands is just great. Aside from that fact, you know. So yeah. I do love Iron Hands. It is an S tier to me. It's just that one move is so, so important in my opinion. That it's like, you know, it's one of those things you. I think you have to consider as well into kind of like tearing Iron Hand or running Iron Hands. So yeah, that's my take. I guess. I think one of the things with Iron Hands that just goes for a few of these other. Paradox Pokemon, like, there's certain ones, like, I mean, you're not going to use Delibird and Mistrevious, but, like, with Iron Hands, with Brute Bonnet, with, um, the two, uh, the variants for Volcarona, for Roaring Moon, like, there are ones where you're thinking, like, should I be using the Paradox form, or is the, like, the present-day form, uh, better off, and, like, with some of these Pokemon, like, you could... I saw on Twitter earlier, like, there's people running both Brute Bonnet and Amoongus on the same team. Like, you can, like, like you're able to do that. Like, I, you, you, you might need... I might have to have a sit-down with you if you decide to do that. Just make sure, like, you're okay. Uh, but, like, those are things, like, you can do. And I, I, and with, like, Hariyama plays its own role. Um, and I think that's the coolest part with these Pokemon, where it's like, yeah, they're the same. They're inspired by the same thing. But some and some of them do similar things, but they still have their own niche. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was that was something I brought up was just like Iron Hands not having wide guard is is a big like takeaway between it and Hariyama and its counterpart. So that'll that's something that people will pick and choose if they want the wide guard. They'll probably play Hariyama and take the hit on having those extra bulk stats. Or the, if they're not as important in wide guard, they'll probably pick that Iron Hands just to make sure that they have that extra damage, that extra coverage, and things like that. Yeah. Um, that brings us to probably the other good Pokemon from Violet, which is Iron Valiant. Um, fairy Fighting, I believe, is this is the first Pokemon of a Fairy Fighting type. Uh, fairy Fighting is only weak to Poison, Flying and Psychic, I believe, are the big three. Uh, Because fighting removes your steel weakness. Um, You're four times resistant to dark, which is really cool. 
but th- this we called Flutterbane the glass cannon. I think this is the glass cannon. This is this is the Pokemon that can run physical or special. It's it's wicked fast. Its defenses aren't that great. Um, you're gonna hit something really hard, but then you're gonna get hit really hard and get bopped. Uh, so. I'm actually going to say this. I know you currently have it in A. I actually have this as a D tier Pokemon for V. Yeah, oh, you have you I have this way too low, guys. This, this is, in my opinion. So when you're looking at the bulk, like the, as Carl said, 74, 90, 60 bulk isn't amazing. Uh, you have a uh, base 116 speed, which is pretty f- fast. Uh, base 120 special attack, base 130 physical attack. So. I think if you are to run it on a VGC sense, its physical attack is better. But like with like for me, like Iron Valiant screams singles Pokemon. It's because um, we don't have mixed attackers really in um, in VGC, and so it's like the like I, for me, it just feels like a again like like it feels like it's a. Uh, like a singles Pokemon, I don't see I I, I don't see it doing as well in VUC, and I'd love to be wrong, but like for me at least, I would at least have it in like C if not D. Um, so Iron just, Iron Valiant overall, um, like you said, it has that base one thirty physical attack. It is the second Pokemon to get access to Spirit Break. Okay. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. And so. One of the big things Grimstar people thought was they were going to do with Grimstar was max attack spirit breaks and hit you really hard. Uh, so you don't have to play player up anymore. That, that okay. is a big thing. You have a good physical fairy type attack now in spirit break for Iron Valiant. That could change some things for me. Maybe yeah. I would put it in D. Um, I just... You also need to go through and look at the slew of coverage moves that this thing Let's gets access to. This. So you get okay. Uh, so brain punch. Here I <laughs> go again. Um, <laughs> here's here's where I put it. I put it in C. Okay, and the reasoning behind that is you're gonna struggle. You're gonna struggle with this this Pokemon because, like, I was talking it over with someone in another Discord server, and they want to make. Iron Valiant work, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's your favorite mon. Like, I'm, I'm all for getting your favorite Pokemon to kind of just, if it can become viable, let it be viable. Because Venusaur is my favorite Pokemon, and it was viable for a very long time in Generation Eight. So yeah. I'm all for it. But the thing is, like, because it's a mixed attacker, you're gonna struggle finding a place for it because like yes it gets spirit break yes it gets a ton of coverage but at the same time your nature it's going to be very nature dependent so naive which is plus speed minus special defense then you get something like lonely which is plus attack minus defense or you get mild which is plus special attack minus defense it all these plus a good name plus like the positive stat which is speed attack or special attack are all very 
like negative towards the bulky stat. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because do you want to sacrifice that bulk just to make it a mixed attacker? Or do you want to run it straight special? Or do you want to run it straight physical? And that's why I think it's C, because people are going to really struggle finding a place for it. But at the same yeah, time, there it's, it's going to find like that one spot where your team is lacking, like that one physical attack, that physical attacker your team is missing, Iron Valiant's going to be the one. Mm-hmm. Or that special attacker you're missing, Iron Valiant's going to be the one. But you're going to have to pick, you're going to have to pick that. You can't just run it mixed attack like Rose said. It's not singles where you can benefit from mixed attackers. It's VGC where you have to have a role for each thing on your team that synergizes well. And that's why I think Iron Valiant kind of struggles with it. But at the same yeah. time, it benefits from the flexibility of its move pool and its like stats. Yeah, I think the thing that really kills it is the fact that wh- whether you're running a physical or special, like hypothetically you're running a physical because that's the, that's the higher stat. attack stat. Yeah. You're, you're playing without 120 stat points. Like, that's a lot to play without. And I think, like, if they were, if the stats were even just distributed a little more evenly and, like, the attack or the special attack, like, those stats were a little lower and it was bulkier, I think, like, like a Pokemon like Gudra, where it has, in, in its, atta- its attack stats, both of them are relatively similar, but everything else is so, um, like, like is is flat enough and high enough where it's like okay you can play with either or um i think with valiant you're really missing out on like a massive chunk of stats um where i think like like pokemon are stats i've been saying i said earlier today like all of these pokemon are just massive bundles of stats and a lot of them have stats in like really good places I think uh, Valiant is a Pokemon that sadly doesn't have those stats in the proper places. Um, everything else about the Pokemon is amazing. The typing super cool. So the Spirit Break does make me say it's not D. Um, I would be okay with, again, like low B, C. Uh, because Fast Spirit Break, it does sound really great. But I, unless it would take a insanely creative team builder to really take it over the top. Yeah, I agree with that. That brings us to probably the worst one, an Iron Jugulus. Mm, yeah, probably. This, this, uh, at this, like, I don't see why you wouldn't play Hydreigon. If you're going to play Iron Jugulus, yeah, just, just, just play Hydreigon. It does everything um, I, Dragon does. I mean, again, the stat spread is great. 94, like, so your bulk is 94, 86, 80, 122 special attack, 108 speed. Um, comparing it with Hydreigon stats, which I will have in a hot minute. I think it has uh, less special attack than Hydreigon, but more speed than Hydreigon. So it has it three less special attack. And it has so Hydreigon. It's one Hydreigon's one twenty five to Jugulus's one twenty two. Uh, Jugulus does have ten more speed stat, ten more points of speed, 
and it's also uh, Hydreigon is slightly bulkier because Hydreigon has 92-90-90 while uh, Jugglers has 94-86-80 That's all I can say Yeah um, uh, I believe yeah. he still gets access to Tailwind Is that right? Yeah um, Yeah that's... So fast, that's like, it's a faster Tailwind setter, but like, if yeah, that's, like a, that's a good thing. It yeah. is, but yeah. like if you want like a fast, like dark type Tailwind setter that isn't Murkrow, we have Roaring Moon, who's eleven points faster and also does other things that make it unique. You also uh, just Namer. still have Hydreigon. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, like, it's just Hydreigon with help bulk. Um, yeah, so it, it's Hydreigon if it's slimmed down. Right. Yeah, um, that's that's easy. It is it is the dark flying type, which is a very good typing. Like we saw yeah. Yveltal push that typing around very very well in Sword and Shield. Uh, it it it'll do well here too. It's just it's not the greatest when it comes to terms of competing with its counterpart in this case Hydreigon. Right. Um, yeah. and, and again I also think like when you said like with um, Hydreigon and Evelta like Evelta with the typing it's Evelta it's the ability as well where Dark right, Aura dark is boosting itself I mean mm-hmm. sure you have um, you have Corp Drive which could activate but again it's like what are we doing um, exactly it, 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 it's one of those if you want to use it because it's your favorite Pokemon Go for um, it. It's go for it. It's like not yeah. like awful compared to other Pokemon that can fill its role. Then yeah, it's it becomes redundant. Uh, I agree. Next up, Iron Moth. Iron Moth. I am Most not a big fan of Iron Moth in general. Um, they Fire Poisoning is very very cool. Fire Poisoning is, is a decent typing. I like it a lot. I like that part a lot. 140 base special attack is really, really good. This thing will hit like a truck. They didn't give it Sludge Bomb. No, they it didn't. didn't. Uh, it... No. No, You're... you get... Um... Sludge Wave get... and Venishock are your best Poison-type moves. Unless you want to use Acid really Spray. Do... <laughs> yeah. Mm. So it also gets... Um, it does get Hurricane. Um, it gets... Fiery, of course, it gets fiery dance. Uh, yep. Discharge for another, but again, it's like you get discharge, but you're hitting everything else. Uh, you do get dazzling gleam. It is a relatively fast Pokemon as well. Base one, uh, one ten speed to go along with that one forty. Um, I think this is this would probably be the, in my opinion, like the violet equivalent of Sandy Shocks. Of its stats are really great. Um, bulk stats of 80, 60, one, uh, 110 are pretty decent. You have that massive special attack. You have the really good speed. But then the typing times four weakness to ground is never good in VGC. Because mm-hmm. I feel like every Pokemon, if you're looking for a coverage move, it's a slap a ground type move on it. Because ground is just yeah. generally a great offensive typing. Now, yeah. with that being said, Fire Poison, we did have like a brief, call it week, week and a half, where people were using uh, Salazzle a lot, uh, not only for its fake out, 
uh, for uh, what people were doing were, was it was super fast overheat with eject pack where you would nuke something with an overheat and then switch out to reset the bone. Not only just reset the stat, the stat drop, drop, but also reset your fake out. Um, and like I think at least back for Series 1, that poison um, fire offensive coverage was actually great. But the yeah. fact that you don't get Sludge Bomb really hurts it because you're being forced to either run Sludge Wave and hitting yourself or run Venoshock, which just isn't good. Yeah. Um, um, what people were, are having doing so far with Iron Moth is it, it is a very good check into Fluttermane. Your naturally yeah. high special defense means that you're able to take a lot of those hits from Fluttermane, even though it, even with like a choice specs or a protosynthesis boost. Um Fire Poison is great into its fairy type stab. Um, you don't really have to worry about its ghost stab too much. Uh, and if the Flutter the Fluttermane's coverage moves are usually Icy Wind or Mystical Fire, and you resist both of those, it's just they didn't give you a move to hit Fluttermane with. That's the worst part. <laughs> it's yeah. like they made you a great check into this Pokemon, but you can't hit it. You have to hit it twice at minimum twice. Right. And and that's that's the big problem. I don't also, like that it doesn't get Quiver Dance. I mean, I'd yeah, it not getting Quiver Dance really hurts. Yeah, it really, that's a big thing. I, I also think the other thing doesn't get it, but. At the same time, it gets bulk up. It at least gets a setup move. Mm-hmm. But I, just say, I don't think agility. Iron Moth gets like any good setup. It's agility and does it get like Electro Web? I mean, no, it just gets agility. That's it. <laughs> I mean, fiery Dance can be used to like buff. It's only a fifty percent chance though to buff its special attack by one. I love coin flips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. going back to what you were saying about like encountering. Fluttermane, the other issue with it is you're attacking into Fluttermane's significantly higher bulk stat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked um, even if you had Sludge Bomb if you and it was super effective, I wouldn't be shocked if you still weren't KOing uh, Fluttermane because like right. with the 55 base HP, like 135, like it's Special defense is only five points lower than your special attack. Yeah. So it, mm-hmm. it's it kind of like wash it cancels itself out. Uh, for me, yeah. I think it's a C tier Pokemon. Yeah. Like I, I, I think people will figure out to do stuff with it. it it's not like Slitherwing where I, mean, it's, I can go with low B. It's not like Slitherwing where it's like you're stuck protosynthesing or in this case quark driving one stat. Uh, you can get yeah. away with doing more on Iron Moth with with your quark drive boost. Um, but I think the typing itself is enough to keep it above B. Like, yes, you are four times weak to ground, but because you are a big fairy resist, uh, you also are a fighting resist, a grass resist. Like you resist a lot of common types on top of that. So it, it's, it kind of balances itself out. Whereas bug fighting doesn't really resist a whole lot. Ground electric doesn't really resist a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh Iron well. Thorns, Godzilla. <laughs> Rock Electric is not a good typing. <laughs> no, I, I, have, I, 
I have him and Iron Jugulus in D2. It's the same tier? I, I could see that, actually. I could 100% yeah. see that, really. Yeah, like, I also think that this is D tier. It's um, the same thing, like, just use... Use Titar. Yeah. yeah. Again, like, bunch of stats. Uh, 100, 110, and 84 for bulk. Base 134... Uh, physical attack, even its speed at 72 isn't like the worst in the world. It's yeah. in that awkward mid-tier where, but like it can play in Trick Room if need be. It can play in Tailwind if need be. It's uh, typing 10 points doesn't... faster than regular trends are. Yeah. The typing just does nothing for it. Um, like when you look at even its electric coverage. You thought looking... ground electric was bad? Rock electric is worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not even that, it's like, it's electric coverage is Thunder Punch and Wild Charge, and Wild right. Charge just isn't a great attack because you're they, doing that They needed recoil. to fix electric physical moves, so we actually had a decent physical electric attack for these Pokemon besides Wild Charge. Yeah, that, yeah. That, That's I, I a agree. big problem. Uh, Iron Hands if... gets away with it because it's Iron Hands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I also think if Iron Hands, w if we had that better physical electric attack and Iron Hands got it, I think it would be, it's already S tier, but it would be above and beyond. It would probably be above um, the other two by then. The fact it's... that we're talking about Iron Hands when we're supposed to be talking about Iron uh, Thorns. <laughs> it tells you something, right? It tells yeah. you something. And, and again, it's like, all of these Pokemon, if it's your favorite, you can probably make a team that you can ladder with, get the Master Ball, have fun. I don't think you will be seeing this at the top tables in any of the Series 2. Um, any of the Series 2 regionals. And uh, if it is at the top table, I will gladly drink We'll gladly cover it. Yep, we'll cover it. <laughs> I, will, I, I, will, I will tweet about it. I will say I'm wrong. That brings us yeah, to it's... the last <laughs> Violet Paradox. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Did you want to say anything um, about Iron Thorns before we move on? Yeah, just like I said before it's just like i think iron jugulus and iron thorns were just like i can use their like modern equivalent or yeah their modern equivalent this just better. clicked that just clicked in my them. head um the reason these suck <laughs> is because this, oh my god it's because they're mostly most of them are pseudo legends and so they're actually <laughs> less stats <laughs> than like, like uh, Iron Thorns is five seventy. Tyrantar is space six hundred. Yeah. Oh my God. Even even uh, even. And I believe Hydreigon is in the same boat, right? Is Hydreigon in the yeah, same boat same where it's Hydreigon. more stats than uh, Iron Jugulus? Yeah. It does. I, I mean, same with that's, Roaring Moon. I think that's the problem. Yeah, that's Roaring Moon is just ten funny. off, and that's not a big deal. But being right. thirty off is a huge deal. Yeah, right. I think the other thing with Roaring Moon compared to Salamence is that when you look at Roaring Moon, it's Dark Dragon's a better typing than I than Dragonfly. <laughs> it that, is. That's a big I thing think, there. And it's also just the distribution. And again, talking about wasted stats, um, Salamence has a base special a ton attack of special of, attack. It has a base special attack of one ten. Um, Roaring Moon is a base special attack of fifty five. So even when you remove those ten stats. That's still forty. It's still a better, uh, yeah, a better distribution. Uh, yeah, that's that's still like 
I can't do math, even though I do that for a living. <laughs> That's still 50 points of stats that Roaring Moon gets in places that Salamence it can doesn't. actually take advantage of, that Salamence can't, um, unless you're running special Salamence, which, again, did a play top four at, at the, se- the most recent Season 1 Regional. So maybe special Salamence can play a different role, but, again, yeah. you're talking different roles and everything. Yeah, let's talk right. about uh Loli Dong fan. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Iron Dreads, not Trion. Um I think you you mentioned that the distribution of stats is a problem. I think this is more of a problem for the for Iron Treads in general. It is so crazy fast for what it's trying to do. Mm. It's like it's very it's it's a base one hundred plus speed or something like that. Uh base um, one oh six. Yeah. And you just you really don't want that. That's not where you want that speed. You don't want the speed on Iron Treads. I think if Iron Treads was just a little bit bulkier instead of faster, I think this Pokemon would be better. Uh, Steel Ground is an okay typing. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I think because it is so fast and its coverage moves are weird. Um, yeah. So for its coverage moves. Um... You do have a, you do have a lot of uh, shared moves with Great Tusk. Um, you do you are getting that like Earthquake, Megahorn, um, Ice Spinner. Uh, it does get Steel. It, it I does get Steel Roller, and I don't think a lot of the other Pokemon get Steel Roller, but like Steel Roller is just significantly worse Ice Spinner. I'm about to say it's um, it's worse Ice Spinner. Yeah. One of the big differences that makes um, Iron Shred's worse than Great Tusk is it does not get headlong rush. Yeah. And so your work you're using either Earthquake or what else does it get? You're using I know it gets Earthquake. Actually, yeah, it's either Earthquake or Stomping Tantrum. Doesn't get uh high horsepower at all. So yeah, it's, it's ground type it's coverage. In a real pickle. Yeah. Okay. I think the complete opposite. <laughs> um, like Great Tusk, like I love both of those mons because, like, to me, their stat distribution is kind of like perfect. I can use Great Tusk in a slower, more bulky kind of my heavy trick room abuser with headlong rush, close combat, things like that. Like, you sacrifice a lot of bulk for those two moves which I don't think is that much of a big deal for Iron Treads because it gets Smart Strike. It gets, like, to me, I think the moves that it gets, the coverage it gets are kind of the same thing as Great Tusk except for Headlong Rush and Close Combat, which, one, they're great. They're very good, powerful moves, but they sacrifice all that bulk you get from those moms. And that's why I like Iron Treads a little more because it can go on a rain team and function really well. You could throw an assault vest on it. You could ice spinner, rock slide, smart strike, knock off iron head. All these things it gets are really good tools. Like it gets iron defense and body press. It gets bulldoze. It can slow down the game for you. It can just like I said, I love these two mods, Great Tusk and Iron Treads. They're both really good mods to me. It gets Rapid Spin. It gets 
Ravishment's not so great or Stealth Rocks, but these things like you get Lamora who made a really good, really big splash during Series 1 setting up Toxic Spikes, and that would kind of slow down the game for you. For other players, mm-hmm. Rapid Spin gets no, rid I, of I, it. I, I... I, I do think you bring up uh, Glamora's toxic spikes is big because yeah. we did see um I for, I think it was uh Maluka who the winner of uh the uh of San Diego like he said that he ran Terra Poison um Garganical specifically to absorb the toxic spikes so it, it it's really weird to say that like we're talking about prepping. And like teching things for for um Azus and VGC, right. but like yeah, what you <laughs> yeah. were saying about like having rapid spin, like that is like a niche. Um, I mean, for me, I would probably have it either like super low B or high C. Uh, yeah. I prefer Great Tusk. I think Great Tusk does more things. I think it's it's if. I, if uh, Iron Treads, if it got headlong rush, I think it would be yeah. significantly better. Um, but like losing that move, like that's like the the deal breaker for me uh, to keep me again, like oh, oh, favoring one or the other. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I can agree with that. Like, okay. it's not. It's it's all kind of like it's objective, obviously. Yeah. But um, like it, like Great Tusk. It's a great mod because of moves like Headlong Rush and Close Combat that Iron Treads doesn't get. Um, but yeah, like I agree with you. It's kind of like high. To me, it's more high, like low B, or I mean higher B and low A to me, just because like I love where it's at stat wise and everything it does get. While Great Tusk to me is just a little bit lower. Just, like, because all these things, all these weaknesses and, like, type disadvantages can just be cleared away with terror types. So I never really take that into account with some mons that kind of have a bad typing. Like, Sandy Shocks, it can benefit from a terror type, but you're stuck terror typing. While Iron Treads and Great Tusk don't necessarily need it, but they just benefit further. From it. So I, I, I do better spots on teams. The big reason yeah, why I, I, I am down on iron treads overall is like, yes, it is fast. Yes, it is a steel ground type. Garchomp does its job a little bit better because Garchomp can tear a ground safely and you're not losing a whole lot. Whereas if you yeah. tear a ground iron treads, you lose the best part of all of the steel resistances you get mm. for iron treads. You take okay. away part of that, like, Iron Treads does a Pokemon that kind of doesn't want to terror, terrestrialize, right? Yeah. Which, which, um, it's just like, at that point, if you're going to just, like, earthquake things with Iron Treads, why aren't you using Garchomp? It's not, it's not as fast, but it's, it's very similar, and you do get to Terra and get that extra boost on top of your already really good earthquakes. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, like, with all of these Pokemon, and I think it's, like, I think the and the best way, I, at least the way I view the uh, Paradox Pokemon, 
is they're like the Gen 9 equivalent to Ultra Beasts. Yeah. Um, which also were around the same stat total, except Paradox Pokemon have more normal stats than the Ultra Beasts, who just had weird stats all over. It's um, funny that and... you mentioned that. Uh, that. You compared them to the Ultra Beasts. Ultra Beasts got removed from sub-legendary status for this game. Really? Yeah. That is so a change that happened that, this game. That probably matched with... um. If you match the paradox, because the way I viewed these, like going in, and the reason why I thought that we were just going to get a full year of regional decks, like all in from day one, was because the paradox mons to me were just this iter game's iteration of the ultra beasts, and the ruins were pretty much this game's iteration of the tapus. And so, at first, I thought it was going to be very weird to, like, not have these Pokemon a part of the game immediately. But with them wanting to do, like, the series thing, so to speak, like, it kind of worked, even though I disagreed with it. Um, I think these Pokemon are just great additions to really any team. I think almost all of them are Wicked Splashable. I think that with the past Paradox Pokemon and Torkoal, it adds back a new team archetype that we didn't see in series one um so it's like a different team we're going to start seeing some weather wars now um between the already good palafin rain teams and the proto sun teams that are going to start popping up as well yeah um I, the, these are just all awesome pokemon i think that they're just some of the best parts of this of this game of this generation and I really can't wait to see how all of them place. Uh, can't wait to see us all being right um, and this tier list <laughs> being perfect. Um, and we can say, see, you should listen I, to us. I, I'm ready for Iron Thorns to just come and run an event and we're oh all going to be salty I, as heck. Jug Iron Jugulus <laughs> is going to like win a regional and then burst into my apartment and like tear me to shreds. Yeah. Okay. With all that said and done, uh, this is almost a two-hour episode, guys. Good job. Yeah, we, I realized We survived. <laughs> we survived. Um, I'm out of coffee. I'm about to say. Yeah. I, I ran out of water like 30 minutes ago. So I drink. what was it? My uh, my uh, French press was like up to like here, I think, for coffee. <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah, it's all completely gone. So I'm not going to go to bed till like one. Yeah, you can keep me company. I don't have to be an adult tomorrow until, like, nine, I think. So that that's fine. That'll be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. So, on our way out the door here, uh, Ro and Poppy, where can they find you guys at? Whichever one you want to go first. Um, you go first, Poppy. You can just find me on Twitter at PoppyCanting um, or Discord if you really want to reach out to me. You can message me on either. Um, I'll get back to you whenever I can, which is usually pretty quick. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Just Discord and Twitter. Yeah. Ro? Uh, first thing before I plug, um, I got asked to do this. Shout out to my fiance, Amanda, who asked me to <laughs> shout her out on this video. Um, I don't know if you want to listen to this. Uh, if you do, it's because I made you listen to it. <laughs> And you'll be suffering through two hours to hear this exact part. Love oh, you so much. There you go. We got it. We got a free yeah. listen for sure. Yep. Uh, 
you can find me at uh, RoeVGC. You can also find me um, in our Discord uh, doing mod things. You can find me yelling in sports uh, about the Eagles. Go Birds. Um, and uh, Carl, tell, us, tell them where else they can find me. So, if you want to learn more about anything LR Lessons or anything Pokemon-related, VGC-related, and all that stuff, I'm playing with all my uh, Christmas candy I have down here. Um, you can check out the Discord. Link is down below. Uh, the Vanity URL link does not work right now uh, because we let some of our uh, Discord boosters expire, so it does not currently work. But you can always check us out there. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, at LR Lessons. Uh, you can check out myself, at Musical VGC. You can check out my co-host, Carter, who's not here, and he's asleep right now, at Mr. Missouri 25 uh, If you're interested in supporting the podcast or the Discord or anything like that, you can find the Patreon link in the description down below. Uh, for as little as, I believe, we have it set up at $2, you can get a special Discord roll, uh, ranging up to $25, where you can get a free 30-minute session with Carter or myself doing kind of whatever you really want to do. Uh, I know he Carter recently did a session with uh, one of the members, and they really enjoyed it. They They were so excited that I woke up to, like, 15 messages from them just gushing about how happy they were <laughs> with this with the whole setup so if that's not a uh, a reason to go to patreon and check that out then i don't know what else is um outside of all that hope you all have a wonderful week uh we will be hosting our second rumble uh sunday uh january 22nd is that a sunday i don't remember that is a sunday okay cool I was about to say, I thought I thought it was the twenty second, um, but we are currently looking at doing series one still. I know everyone's on the series two hype train, going into Orlando, but we did say that we were going to play on the current series format no matter what, so we're gonna stick by that ruling. Uh, you'll be able to find the limitless link down in the description below and on our Twitter, and probably in the Discord as well. Any passing final words you guys want to say before we head out of here? Mm-hmm. I appreciate both of you coming on and hanging out with me for two hours. Of course. You have to say, because I did not know what I was going to do when Carter said that he was going to be in bed by like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm not going to be home till 9 or 10, so. I mean, at this point, you might as well, like, I think this is my third month in a row I've been on the show. At some point, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I, I... I'm going to just, I think, like, after, like, my sixth or seventh appearance, I'm just going to put, like, um, filling co-host for Little Root Lessons in my Twitter <laughs> profile or something. No, you just write guest star on Little Root Lessons. Just put it in your Twitter oh, I'm post. I'm always a star. Yep. There goes the ego. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> but that's a wrap on episode 150, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.